Welcome to the Zen Superman podcast. In the episode today, I'm going to share with you the best, most downloaded episodes of 2023. So that if you're new to this podcast and you feel overwhelmed with the amount of episodes and different, different topics that are there, you can use this as a guide to know, like, where can I start? Which of these were basically voted by other busy moms as the most useful? So let's dive in. Hi, my name is Elena. I'm your mommy tantrum specialist and I'm the founder of the Zen Supermom system. And this is the first podcast to help you increase your stress resistance so that you can become a Zen Supermom and simply do it all while staying calm and happy. Welcome to the Zen Supermom podcast. Hi, Supermom. Elena here, your mommy tantrum specialist <laughs> and the founder of the Zen Supermom system where we help moms like you, loving, but so busy and stressed out, not having enough help. And so you end up yelling at your kids and then you feel so guilty about it. So we help moms like you set healthy boundaries with your kids, with yourself, so that you no longer have to yell. <laughs> and your kids can grow up feeling loved unconditionally, having beautiful memories of their awesome mom. This is what we do. Now, um, for this podcast episode... It's a brilliant idea of my podcast wizard and social media magician, Sassy. Hi, Sassy. <laughs> she had a great idea. She reminded me, well, we kind of finished 2023. It's New Year beginning. And there are lots of women who, when they find us, when they find Zen Superman, when they are looking for the help, how the heck do I stop yelling? They find this podcast and they feel overwhelmed. There's more than 60 episodes already. <laughs> And they feel obliged, some of them, to start at the beginning in episode number one. And they're thinking, well, by the time I get all the way till the end, my kids will be already all grown up and already away out of the home. And then there's nothing I can do for them and <laughs> to help us. So the intention of this episode is to share with you the best of the best for 2023 and it's not the best because i said so <laughs> but it's based on the downloads okay so i had i just had a look at the most downloaded episodes of 2023 and surprise surprise there's actually no surprise it makes perfect sense why it's these and so i would love to share with you um and do kind of like a a promotion for these episodes so that out of these, I think I have one, two, three, four, five for you. You can clearly see, all right, well, let me start here. <laughs> you don't have to start in episode number one. Sounds good? I'm all about for like saving your time because I know how busy you are. So let's dive into it. Two of the most downloaded episodes are, not surprisingly, about the core of what we do at the Zen Supermom. If you're still wondering why you're yelling at your kids, even though you have been learning so much about parenting, maybe you have done even therapy it's like to clean up your own childhood and it still keeps jumping up at you, this uncontrollable anger, frustration, resentment, stress. You can't help yourself, even though it makes you feel so guilty. Then I would invite you to start by listening to the episode number 35, which is all about the generational developmental trauma awareness like wait what i have no trauma i had a happy childhood yeah i thought so too 
<laughs> if you can't stop yelling out, if you can't stop your uncontrollable anger from bursting out at anybody, be it your kids, your husband, your mother-in-law, that's a sign of trauma, unhealed trauma, meaning past pain. Trauma is a spectrum. On the other side of the extremes, you have a developmental trauma. Developmental trauma is the opposite. So the shock was too much happening too fast. Developmental trauma is too little happening for too long. And that's typically the unconditional, the lack of unconditional love. The love, attention, respect your parents are giving you is very conditional. And usually it's conditioned by those achievements, you being the good girl, you being the pleaser, you being the hyperachiever, trying to do 1000% above what's expected from you so that you deserve the attention and love from your parents. Does that ring a bell? And I would say if you've been trying to, to be a super mom, then yes, there will be a high portion of hyperachiever, controller, perfectionist running your life, right? This is developmental trauma. In this episode, episode number 35, I'm explaining how is that even possible? <laughs> and how do you go about healing it? What is the best place to start with? Okay, because unless you do, unless you heal, unless you feel at peace with what happened, unless you start cleaning up the impact of it so that you might still remember what happened when you were a kid but it no longer hurts you unless you do that spoiler alert you will keep yelling at your kids that's why this is also the first step what we do once we start working with our women with our moms inside the zen superman program cleaning up the developmental trauma that is often generational. It did not even start with your mom who was yelling at you uh, because she was yelled at, maybe beaten up even worse than she did then with you. So clean that up. If you want to know more about how that looks like, what that means, listen to that episode. If you still have any questions, let me know. Send me an email. Good. The second one of the most downloaded episodes of last year is related to that and it's all about well so then right I'm going to clean up my trauma that I didn't even know I had or that I didn't even remember I heard some stories from my siblings but I even have no memories of that so duh no wonder that you cannot <laughs> heal it in the classic talk therapy if you don't even remember you cannot talk about it right well but it is possible to heal it so that's what the first episode was for now let's imagine you healed it quickly in just two three months you can be pain-free from it. But then what? Your parents most likely didn't teach you how to set boundaries for your kids without shaming them, blaming them, yelling at them, right? But you still, you cannot let them run around wild and, and run your schedule and your day. Like you need your kids to, like you need to put them in line. You want to make sure they grow up having good values, that they are kind human beings, that they don't kill each other or you, right? How do you do that if your parents didn't teach you how to do that respectfully, right? Because your parents were pushing with this authority and just like, shut up and be a good girl. You don't want your kids to feel like a, they need to be a good girl or a good boy without any opinions, feeling not good enough, not worthy of love, always having to prove themselves and overachieve and over control and be perfectionists. Like you don't want to give the same patterns you got from your parents onto your kids. Now, how do you stop that? 
if that's the autopilot that has been running your life, right? Because you know already that more than what you do, kids watch what how what your energy is, how you behave, how you react when you get stressed, when things are not going your way. They watch you. They don't listen to what you teach or preach to them. They learn more from how you react in those situations, right? So this is why I would invite you, unless you already did, unless you already listened, go and find the episode number 18 about mental fitness introduction. Because what it's going to take is rewiring your brain, rewiring, rewriting that blueprint, that autopilot that your parents gave you, that even though you know it's not helping you, (laughs) it's abusing your strengths, your strengths in empathy, your strength in, in managing and multitasking, your strength in caring for other people, but it's abusing those strengths. So how can you keep your strengths? Like, how can you keep being ambitious without turning it into hyperachieving? How can you keep being organized without turning into a control freak? How can you keep having high attention to detail as a strength without it turning into perfectionist craziness, right? That's what needs to be rewired. How and how easy it is in just a few seconds a day. This is what that episode is for. This is an invitation for you. It's an invitation for you to get curious about what voices you have in your head. What is it that's really behind your stress and your feeling that you don't have enough time to do it all? What is it? Think back in the moments when that happens to you, when you feel pushed in the corner, running, like sprinting for your time 24-7. What is it that you can hear in your head? What are those voices telling you? What is something that you hear the most often? For me, it was the, I'm not good enough, or in order to feel good enough, I need to do this, 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 this. I was constantly judging myself. Like, look, others' mom can do it and you can't. What's wrong with you? Or other moms can stay calm and handle this situation with a, with a giggle and like, okay, let's do this. And you can't. So what's wrong with you? That's what I was hearing the most often. But for you, it might be different. So I hope these first two episodes, one of the most downloaded out of 2023, they will give you a hint of how to stop yelling at your kids, how to stop giving them your stress reactions, and how to teach them healthier patterns, how to thrive under pressure, to not break under pressure, to not get depressed or aggressive. Either way, either of these extremes that are not healthy, by learning, you learning that first, reparenting yourself so that then you can be the best role model for your kids. Mm -hmm. Now, once you're able to do that, I have two episodes, again, most downloaded from last year that are all about your kids then. So, all right, you cleaned up your childhood pain, you're rewiring your parents' programming that no longer serves you. You want something better for your life and for your kids going forward. Now, how do you apply all of that in specific situations? And two of the situations really stood up from when I was looking at the stats. The first one is how to stay calm when your kids are not listening. This is one of the biggest triggers. So then episode number 57 will be for you. 
how to stay calm, how to make your kids listen to you without yelling. Mm -hmm. The more you keep pushing, the more you keep repeating your request, the more they will be pushing back. And actually I helped her see like, this is the good sign. This is still the better case scenario, not the ideal one, not what you wanted. But when we look, have a look from a bigger perspective, this is still a better case scenario. He is pushing back. That's a sign of his personality, his soul still being more or less intact. He's still fighting to be seen and understood himself. The moment the kids turn into good girl, good boy, like most likely you had to in order not to keep making your parents upset that's when it becomes even more difficult because that's the point if they are already a good girl and good boy walking on eggshells around you not to make you upset that's when it has already gone so far that you have successfully given them your generational trauma you were forced once upon a time to be a good girl and congratulations, now you've raised your little mini you and you raised good boy, good girl. And 30 years later, they'll be sitting in a similar place with somebody who will have to help them to undo that damage. And then the next episode that is about your kids and very specific example or scenario that's happening so often and I remember I was <laughs> struggling with this initially as well is when you're do when your kids are hitting you or they're hitting each other okay because that's a huge trigger for any mom worried that maybe they are going to physically like injure themselves or when they are hitting you it triggers again that inner child inside of you because maybe there was somebody who was hitting you when you were a kid, somebody who was hurting you physically, your parents, your siblings, somebody else. So since then, they basically, they were your first bullies. They taught you how not to protect yourself, how weak and powerless what a victim you are. And that victim, that inner hurt inner child is still inside of you. So that when your kids hurt you now, you're not, you stop thinking logically in that split second, you go back to being the hurt kid again. And that's who reacts. Because now finally, you can react to your bully because it's a small child. It's not a big adult or a big sibling. Now finally, you can protect yourself. So you do. But that reaction is disproportionate because there is a small child in front of you. And that child is yours and you love them more than anything in the world, right? Well, you're not going to yell because you know why that's wrong, right? Or I don't want to say wrong because there is no right and wrong and I don't want to blame you or make you feel guilty because you're most likely already feeling guilty anyways. It's not wrong, but it's not effective and it's not healthy, okay? We can agree on that, I think. You don't want to yell at them because that gives your child a lesson. It's okay to raise your voice when you're angry. That's what you're teaching them effectively, right? So then don't be surprised when they start yelling, when they get angry, right? You taught them, <laughs> you showed them. Your angry equals yelling. 
So then they are so good at learning or at observing and copying what we do. We are their role models, right? This is one of the biggest reasons why you don't want to yell. The second big reason is the moment you yell at your child, you make them feel like wrong, that there's something wrong with them. And whatever nasty thing you tell them in with a raised voice, they will not realize that it's actually you, your stress, your trauma, you not being able to handle your emotions. They will not stop loving you. They will stop loving themselves. So if you want to clean that up, if you want to know how to find your peace, how to, again, set healthy boundary with your kid to let him or her know, not okay to hit mommy, not okay to call me names, but do that with respect without hurting them and continuing that generational trauma, then this podcast episode is going to be for you. And finally, last pointer for you, episode number 56. It's all about the partners and husbands. (laughs) This is such a beautiful like evolution. This is what I see happening for all of our clients. First they come not knowing how come I still keep yelling at my kids. I've been trying so hard and I still can't help it. Why do I yell? So we clean up their childhood trauma. We rewire their brain through the mental fitness practice so that they have some healthy patterns, healthy habits on how to set boundaries. Then we help them practice in all of these different scenarios. What to do when my kids are not listening, when they're hitting me, a bedtime routine, morning stress. We had so many special cases, podcast episodes last year. So they go through all of this in the next two months already, usually on average. They come back to report, I'm not yelling anymore at my kids. It's amazing how quickly it worked. But now my next problem is my partner. Because he's the one who's making me so mad. I'm resentful because he's not doing enough. He's not helping enough. He's a lazy butt. Or he's avoiding. He's just leaving whenever he senses any kind of trouble or drama or challenges. He leaves. Or the opposite extreme. He's the one who's yelling the most right now. And he's becoming very aggressive with the kids. And he thinks I'm a softie and it's my fault because I stopped yelling. What to do then? We have to realize what's going on for them. So once you start, once you stop blaming your husband, once you stop feeling like like complaining about him, what is it that he's not doing well? And you tune in from that place of love. Like there's a difference. There's a reason why you're together, right? Once upon a time, probably you fell in love with each other. That's why you decided it was a great idea to start a family, have some kids and stay together, right? There's a reason why you love him, remember, still? If you don't, maybe it's time to brush that up. (laughs) Remind yourself, (laughs) throughout all the things you hate, (laughs) what is it that you love about him still? And then from this place of unconditional love, hopefully, having compassion for him, there's a reason why he might be cut off from his emotions, why he might feel resistant towards going back to his childhood and actually exploring whatever happened there and healing it. What that reason might be. I bet you already have some ideas, right? Maybe you don't know much about your partner's childhood. Maybe you know just like a few bits and pieces, but most likely it was not pretty. 
I talk a lot about the generational trauma we have as women. Okay, the good girl syndrome. Take care of everybody else before you take care of you. Like the people pleaser. The like you cannot say no. All the girls, we are supposed to behave, do as we are told, when we are told, do everything for everybody else. Don't speak up what you think because nobody cares really. Um, and you should feel those nurturing, empathetic hormones that should be in your nature, right? Because we women, we are nurturers. So you must want to have kids if you feel like you should have never had kids. There's something so wrong with you. All of this conditioning, okay? This is the generational gender trauma, gender beliefs that they like drill in us <laughs> since we were babies. That's what it is for us women. And you, like, I don't have to explain to you, you get it, right? You feel it yourself in your own life. Now, for men, it's different. And you might have seen it growing up even. Like, people treat boys in a different way. Don't cry, man up, just, <laughs> like, brush yourself off. It does not hurt. It was not so bad. Let's continue. <laughs> it's like emotions, talking about, whining about stuff. That's for sissies or whatever the English expression is. Like, don't be a, such a girl. So what they are taught and rewarded and punished into is cutting off from their emotions. If you love your partner, if you love your husband... Okay, I'm not going to talk about the cases where it has gone already beyond the point of repair because he is abusing you as well, physically, emotionally, verbally, in any way. Then it's a completely different scenario. Stay safe, please. Make sure you and your kids are safe. But if you still love him, if there is a part of you who still remembers why you got together and you would love to go back to that state when you had that really strong, beautiful, loving connection, then this episode is going to be for you. And you and your partner are welcome. I'm not a... Just a word of... Um, how do they say that? Um, disclaimer. That's the word. Just a disclaimer. I am not a parenting expert. I am not a relationship expert. I will never give you any advice about what to do in your relationships. Any of them. However, through my experience of coaching, trauma therapy and healing, uh, teaching and training, communication effectiveness for the last, what, I want to say 10, 11 years, but the communication part of it is even longer than that. What I've learned is that there are some common principles and it applies both to kids or your relationships. It's always, any kind of relationship dynamic is always like a dance, right? It's not about that one thing, one part is always doing everything right and the other person is always doing everything wrong. If you're really being honest with yourself, once you calm down from the tornado of emotions, if you just got mad at somebody, once you calm down, you start seeing what is it, how is it maybe that you contributed to it, right? And this is what I can help you do, what I can help you clean up, okay? Because once you take responsibility for your piece in it, in that dynamic, once you stop triggering your loved ones, 
once you stop feeling like you need to defend and justify so that when you need to you can stop hyper achieving and being a perfectionist controller once your trauma stops jumping up at others the entire relationship dynamic changes and calms down no matter if they change because can you imagine how you you know how hard it is to try and change yourself right it's already hard (laughs) so you understand it's impossible it's freaking impossible to force change onto somebody else right you can't if you can't even make yourself change sometimes how do you want to force others and blaming it on them and waiting for somebody else to change how is that helping you how is that working for you how long have you been waiting for somebody else to change for your kids to grow up and finally become reasonable and stop pushing your buttons for your husband so that you finally nag or complain or not give him enough of physical attention that he needs to force him into helping you being resentful all, all along in the meantime how is that working for you so i'm here for all the moms who are ready to start doing the part that they can change, that they can control, that they can heal, that's going to impact their relationship dynamic. Because yes, it is possible. I've seen those miracles. I've seen it happen. (laughs) I'm saying miracle because it's hard to believe when they begin. And then it's just like surprise, but not surprise when they finish two, three months later saying like, oh my goodness, I had no idea it can be so good. Can you imagine how it's going to feel like when you no longer have to feel angry, when you no longer feel in pain, when you no longer have that like low self-confidence because that's who I am. I've just been like this since I was a kid. That's not who you are. I see you. I see that sparkle in your eye. It's hidden somewhere at the back, but I know it's still there. I know that's what you want. You want to feel like you again. Not like a tired mom, not like a yelling mom. More than just a mom. You feeling yourself. I can't turn back time. You're not going to feel like the old you. But I can help you bring up more of what you want into your future. So that you feel lighter again. You feel more at peace, you feel happier, even without like any amazing, great things happening every day, something that would make you laugh. Just by living your normal life, it can feel so much lighter and more at peace. Want to give a taste of that? Well, dive into those episodes that I shared with you. If it resonates with you, you always have there my contact details. Let's get in touch so that I can assess if and how quickly we could help you too so i'm sharing again my best wishes with you for 2024 for the coming year i am going to keep making these episodes if you have been already listening maybe for a while and you have seen some of your topics some of your questions answered great let me know what you got out of it and if there's still something that you're waiting for if there's still an unanswered question if there's still something that you're wondering okay well how do i do it then or how does it work any of your questions send me an email and maybe i'll turn it into the next podcast episode great i'm sending you a big hug of compassion super mom i know you're doing your best it is enough 
it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. You're on your way. So that's what it takes. Just keep going. Don't give up. You're worth it.